the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Happy Independence Day. You can call it 4th of July. I like to call it Independence Day, and I've come up with a different way to celebrate it this year. Put a T-shirt over your head and try to do it uh, when the national anthem is being played or sung. We have someone who did that a few days ago and won herself an award. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, that's right. Her name is Gwen Berry. She qualified for the U.S. Olympic team for the second time on Saturday. She's a hammer thrower, not exactly the most glamorous or, uh, or well-known Olympic event, but she's, a good, she's good enough at it to uh, represent America in the Olympics later this month in Tokyo. Uh, probably not a minute of which I'll watch, but that's another issue. She came in third in the trials and was on the podium with the first two finishers when somebody started singing the Star Spangled Banner. She thought that would be a good time to step off the podium, turn her back on the flag, and put a T-shirt over her head that had activist athlete written on it. Now, that's jerk-worthy enough, but uh, when she was asked about it, she said that the Olympic trial organizers, by playing the anthem, were being disrespectful to her because, apparently, uh, the Olympics and the U.S. Olympic team, uh, they're all about Gwen Berry. She said she was told that they were going to play the anthem before they walked out, but then they played it when they were out there at the podium. And then she said, quote, But I don't really want to talk about the anthem because that's not important. The anthem doesn't speak for me. It never has. She went on to say that the Star Spangled Banner was written by a racist and that it has a verse that talks about slaves and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and if I had the time, I'd give you the real history of the song. I've done it here on the show a couple of times. And what the reference uh, to slavery really meant uh, from Francis Scott Key. But let's just say that Gwen is all wrong and Gwen is a little inconsistent. Uh, there's a picture of her on her website from 2016, uh, which she's uh, standing in front of the American flag with a big smile on her face. And uh, the caption says something about how proud she is to have made the Olympic team. Of course, that was before wokeness changed everything. And now the way to get noticed and maybe get extra money, which is probably going to happen for her, is to be an athlete activist or as an activist athlete, whatever. But you know what else you can get by doing what Gwen did? This week's Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. And when we come back, Democrats are running around all over the place with their hair on fire. We'll talk about why in our second half hour. And the man who used to work for President Trump but is launching a competitor for Twitter on Sunday will be here. It's called Getter. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. 
According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-in Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair dinkum. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, if you saw an orange glow in the southern sky last night, it was probably caused by the uh, the Democrats' hair being on fire. They didn't react well to the Supreme Court holding up two Arizona voting laws, and they're making noises about, of course, packing the court. Zach Smith uh, is a legal fellow for legal and judicial studies at the Heritage Foundation, and he joins us now. Zach, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. So the final score was 6-3 to three on the Arizona thing. Would it have been shocking if all six alleged uh, conservative justices hadn't voted for this? Well, I think so, because, you know, despite all the supposed outrage about this decision, the Biden administration itself, when it first came into office, it declined to adopt the, exactly the exact theory the Trump administration had advocated before the Supreme Court. But it said it, it agreed with the Trump administration in the outcome of the, this case that neither one of Arizona's challenge provisions violated the Voting Rights Act. And so the different tone you're hearing now, you know, the supposed outrage from President Biden and others, uh, it's really just political posturing. I think the Supreme Court got this case exactly right. Well, the dirty name for what the law prevents is ballot harvesting. What do Democrats call it? You know, I don't know what Democrats call it, but ballot harvesting is a very dangerous uh, idea. It's a very pernicious opportunity. 
for individuals who try to commit election fraud or, uh, you know, mess with the, the ballots. And for those that may not know, ballot harvesting is just this idea where third-party groups go out, collect dozens or even hundreds of absentee ballots, and then deliver them to election officials. And the problems with that should be uh, obvious. It creates great opportunities for fraud. And so I think Arizona was uh, well within their rights uh, to enact a law prohibiting that and saying that, look, only the voter or certain family members or a few other individuals uh, who are authorized could deliver someone's uh, ballot to election authorities. Uh, so the fact that this law was upheld, uh, that's certainly good news. And uh, for the Democrats, restrictions uh, when it comes to voting is now uh, a dirty word. Uh, but how do these restrictions actually benefit the most vulnerable voters? Uh, well, look, you know, this idea that there are restrictions uh, on voting, I, I reject. You know, if you look at Justice Alito's opinion, he says if you look at the totality of Arizona's election laws, they actually make voting quite easy for their citizens. Uh, they have nearly a month of early voting. They provide ample opportunity to vote by absentee ballot. And so the fact that some voter might be inconvenienced in some way is not uh, illegal under the Voting Rights Act or under the Constitution, you know, especially when those number of voters who are inconvenienced might be very, very small, uh, because in total, Arizona uh, has made voting very easy. And so, you know, unfortunately, again, I think a lot of the pushback against this case, uh, as well as some of the other cases that we're seeing out there, like the Justice Department's lawsuit against Georgia and its recently enacted laws, are really being vote- motivated by partisan politics uh, rather than the merits of any legal claims. Well, Joe Biden, uh, he didn't pull any punches. Uh, here's his tweet. He says, uh, today's decision by the Supreme Court undercuts voting rights in this country and makes it all the more crucial to pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act to restore and expand voting protections. Our democracy depends on it. Uh, Can the two acts that he's referencing there uh, survive a Supreme Court challenge? Well, first of all, the tweet is nonsense. Uh, And look, you know, I think as a first matter, it's important to recognize that both of these acts are a radical transformation in the way elections have been uh, operated in our country for many, many years. It would transfer authority from the states to the federal government. And so whether it would survive a Supreme Court challenge, it's hard to say. You know, I certainly think there would be very real obstacles to those laws. But more importantly, you know, uh, hopefully it won't come to that because hopefully they won't make it out of the U.S. Senate and will not become law. Because if they do, it would be a radical transformation of the way elections have been run in our country. Um, do you, What do you think, though, that this, um, this uh, decision yesterday by the court on the two uh, Arizona laws, uh, what will that do for the movement to do what the Democrats are trying to do with things like the John Lewis Act and the, uh, what's the other one, the, uh, right, the, what is it called? For the People Act. Yeah, For the, the People Act. The misleadingly named For the People Act. Right. So, so look, I think, I think immediately the impact you're going to see is on the Department of Justice lawsuit in Georgia. You know, the DOJ was alleging that many of the acts that Georgia had taken were illegal under the Voting Rights Act, that they were motivated uh, for racially uh, inappropriate reasons. Uh, and one of the things, uh, the actions that they alleged, was that Georgia had an out-of-precinct policy similar to Arizona's. And all this means that in Arizona, for instance, if a voter did not vote at their assigned precinct on Election Day, Arizona said they wouldn't count that ballot. Well, the Supreme Court looked in this. They said there's nothing illegal about that. That's not a violation of the Voting Rights Act. Uh, and so they upheld Arizona's law. And so the fact that the Department of Justice didn't wait uh, for this decision to come out from the Supreme Court before filing the lawsuit in Georgia, before challenging Georgia's similar out-of-precinct policy, I think shows that this lawsuit was motivated in part, again, by partisan politics. And, you know, I think with that what it means after yesterday's Supreme Court decision is that the Department of Justice will either have to withdraw that portion of its complaint or go back to the drawing board and try to do, uh, you know, what I would call creative lawyering in order to get it to survive. Um, and he also says, uh, quote, this is uh, Joe Biden, 
in a span of just eight years, the court has now done severe damage to two of the most important provisions of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, law that took years of struggle and strife to secure. Where is he wrong on that one? Well, the Supreme Court looked at this. They looked at the factual record, and they, they went through and talked about what the Voting Rights Act is, what it was designed to do. Section 2 specifically was designed to make sure that everyone has an equal opportunity to participate in the political process. And again, the court said when you look at the totality of Arizona's election laws, uh, there's more than ample opportunity for everyone to equally and openly participate in the political process. And so, unfortunately, I think what you're seeing out of the White House right now, what you're hearing from those on the left, it's just political spin and doesn't accurately reflect what the Supreme Court's decision yesterday did. The court also uh, overturned a California law uh, on the grounds that it uh, chills free speech. Uh, And this is what Nancy Pelosi said about that one. Uh, The decision in Americans for Prosperity further harms our democracy by allowing the suffocation of the airwaves caused by big, dark, special interest money. Now, what's she afraid of there? Well, you know, again, this is nonsense and political spin. The fact is, so California had a rule that would require nonprofits to disclose who their donors were. And, you know, if you go back to the civil rights movement in the 1960s, where the court heard similar challenges, you know, where the NAACP and other groups, were their membership lists were trying to be, you know, compelled to be disclosed uh, by government officials, the Supreme Court said, no, no, no. Uh, they have a First Amendment right, uh, a freedom of association, and California's law would violate that. And you know what? As long as I've been watching the Supreme Court, I don't know that I've seen as broad a left-right coalition opposing a law as opposed to California's compelled disclosure requirement. So if Nancy Pelosi wants to call groups like the ACLU, a Planned Parenthood, and others, uh, you know, dark money groups, well, so be it. Uh, but guess what? They were some of the groups that opposed California's uh, compelled disclosure law. Uh, and she says that, that this can't go unanswered. Um, how do you answer a Supreme Court decision you don't like, uh, other than by packing the court with judges who like you? Well, unfortunately, I think that's probably what Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats are getting at. But look, if you look at the Supreme Court decisions, uh, it it kind of pushes back against this narrative that all of the conservative justices vote as a monolithic block, that all of the justices vote based on purely political ideology, because, in fact, many of the court's decisions this term, especially those involving procedure, involving standing issues, who can file lawsuits, uh, have really been cross-ideological. And you've seen many 9-0 or 8-to-1 decisions and you see those far more frequently than the five to four or six to three decisions. And so this idea that the court needs to be packed, it's just nonsense and it's dangerous uh, because it undermines the confidence we can all have in our system of justice. And what's the uh, what's the can of worms that it opens up if they would be successful with that? Um, uh, well, where's the where's the end in sight? That's what if I'm the saying. The Democrats yeah. packed the court. Then the Republicans would pack the court. And look, the last time this was seriously considered was in the 1930s with FDR. And in fact, FDR's party, the Democratic Party, had overwhelming majorities in both houses of Congress at the time. And everyone recognized that this was such a radical idea, such a bad idea, that FDR's own party rejected it and said, no, we're not going to go down this path of packing the Supreme Court. And I would be hopeful uh, that more folks on the left would wake up and adopt that same mentality today and strongly reject this idea uh, that we should pack the Supreme Court or the lower federal courts. Is there any reason to believe that they would uh, uh, display some sanity on on the issue at this point? Well, look, you would certainly hope they would realize that, you know, what's good for the goose today is good for the gander tomorrow. And that if they pack the Supreme Court, then the next time the Republicans are in power, they'll pack the Supreme Court. And it would keep going back and forth and, again, would be very harmful uh, to our judiciary and would undermine the confidence we can all have in it. So we should all want a free, fair, impartial judiciary. And, you know, if Democrats are serious about achieving that, Uh, They'll reject this idea that we should pack our Supreme Court. Well, it's interesting that the Democrats um, are out there talking about 
election reform and, uh, and and being upset about restrictions that would actually um, ensure that the vote is uh, legitimate. With what's going on in New York City, um, what why would anybody have any confidence in the Democrats' ability or even their understanding of what's supposed to go on during an election with looking at what happened in New York? And people may have forgotten the Iowa caucuses. They completely screwed that up, too. Um, what, what is New York saying well, to people, though, For first of all? Well, look, I think everyone recognizes the current state of the New York mayoral election and other elections, it's a mess. Uh, they tried out ranked choice voting, uh, which is where you can uh, mark, you know, who your preferred candidate is, and if they don't get enough votes, who your second preferred candidate is. And clearly, New York's election officials weren't prepared uh, to deal with this election or just administer the election normally. You know, they counted test ballots, for instance. And so I think this and, you know, some of the other instances you mentioned, like the Iowa caucuses, really highlight the need for why we need to say clear election rules well in advance of an election and equip our election officials to enforce those rules freely and fairly and not to make changes at the last minute. And so it's important that we have these conversations now about electoral rules, who has the power to set them, who has the power to alter them. That way, when we get to the midterms in 2022, the next presidential election in 2024, they're clear, everyone understands what the rules are, and we aren't having to litigate them on an ad hoc basis uh, like we did after the 2020 election. How do you like the chances of that happening? Well, I'm always an optimist. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I, will, I will hold out hope. Uh, but I do think the more we can talk about this now, the better off we'll be uh, when those elections come around. We're talking to Zach Smith. He's a legal fellow for legal and judicial studies. Uh, he likes to study the Supreme Court. Uh, one other comment here I've, I meant to throw in here to get your uh, reaction to from Bernie Sanders uh, with his usual uh, calm and well-thought-out response. This is what he said, quote, If Mitch McConnell could abolish the filibuster to, uh, to, to, to get three extreme right-wing su- Supreme Court justices who just voted to cut the Voting Rights Act, you know what? Democrats uh, should abolish the vil- filibuster to save democracy and make it easier, not harder, for people to vote. Is making it easier for people to vote always a good thing, by the way? Well, well, first of all, Republicans have had the opportunity to abolish the filibuster, and they did not do it. It was really Harry Reid and the Democrats in the Senate that started us down this pathway of eroding legislative norms, of abolishing the filibuster. And Mitch McConnell at the time, he warned Harry Reid, he warned the Democrats that if they started going down this path, it would continue to escalate. And Harry Reid was, in fact, in favor of abolishing uh, the filibuster for many executive branch and judicial nominees. And, you know, when the Republicans were in power, Mitch McConnell certainly, uh, you know, wielded that power effectively and was able to, with the President Trump and the Trump administration, get many constitutionally conservative judges appointed to the bench. And so, you know, you would think that would really be a history lesson for many Democratic lawmakers that if they abolish the filibuster now, uh, you know, it will probably be used against them at some point in the future, just like if the Republicans abolished it. You know, you'd expect Democrats to use it, it against them at some point in the future. And so, again, you know, part of why the filibuster is important, the Senate was designed to be a deliberative body to allow for more debate, more discussion of ideas than was available in the House of Representatives. And, you know, while they may not always live up to that ideal today, uh, it would get even worse without the filibuster and, you know, would really, unfortunately, uh, just transform the Senate, which is a unique body, into a second House of Representatives. Uh, we're talking and finishing up here with Zach Smith. Zach, you uh, are a Supreme Court guy. You like to you, you study it and watch it. I have about a minute left here. Uh, just what's your general impression of this Supreme Court now? With uh, Well, I think... Go ahead. Sure. No, I think it's encouraging, you know, with the addition of uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett, you know, we certainly got uh, several good decisions from the court this term, uh, but there's really been several outstanding issues that have been left. You know, we had the Fulton v. City of Philadelphia case that involved Catholic social services, and while the court reached the right result in that case, you know, it certainly could have gone 
further and established a bright line rule to protect religious liberty. And so I think these issues will continue to play out over the next uh, several terms. Next year, the court's going to hear a very important abortion-related case. And so I think it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. And again, I think it is very encouraging uh, that, you know, we have uh, more conservative justices on the court now than we have in the past. Yes, and if the Democrats' hair is on fire, that's a good sign. I, I, I really I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show, Zach. Thanks a lot. Of course. Have a happy Fourth of July. You too. That's Zach Smith, uh, legal fellow for Legal and Judicial Studies at the Heritage Foundation. We'll be back. Scott. President Biden says things are looking up for the we U.S. We prepare economy. to celebrate July 4th. Almost 48 million of us are going somewhere for the holiday. The AAA expects travel will be up 40 percent compared to last July 4th as we continue to climb out of the pandemic lockdown. They say there will likely be more of us on the road or in the air this Independence Day holiday than ever, except for 2019, which holds the July 4th record. Most of us will be on the road despite higher gas prices, but they expect air travel to reach 90 percent of the pre-pandemic level. I'm Rita Foley. 850,000 jobs added in June. It's a sign that companies may be having an easier time finding enough workers to fill those open jobs. The Dow is up 142 points. The Nasdaq ahead 93. This is SRN News. You're attacked by a bear. A dog will throw himself into the mouth of a bear to save you. Dogs are dogs. They pour out their love onto you. Before long, you can't live without them. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur. He's about 120 pounds, and his name is Arlo. My little cocker, her coat's as soft as a stuffed animal. They're both real soft coats, and my dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. We'll be scooping our Dynavite onto the food, then squirting the liquor chops and the fish oil. They start salivating. Dynavite is nutrition. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. It's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. I get my Dynavite at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hugh Hewitt says we need to dig deeper on the infrastructure deal. This deal is one that I probably would agree to if, so it's the kind of stuff, cement and steel, that we need. But, and this is a big but, is that all there is? Because changing the tax code and changing everything else is not... Part of this. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Moose is the German Shepherd, now 11, and he's been an amazing dog. Moose is so active and so alert and hasn't had any kind of health problems at all. He has been on Dynavite since he's a puppy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E Now, Moose, at age 10, had a litter of 10 puppies with a friend's dog. We kept Lupo, his son, and the other puppies were given to friends. But one of the requirements was they must start those puppies on Dynavite. And someday, if Lupo has puppies, they'll be on Dynavite as well. We tell anybody that has a dog, if there was something that you could do, right from the beginning so that you don't have expensive veterinary bills. Why would you not do it? Get the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. They say if you love something, set it free. At LifeLock, we say... What a load of bull hockey. All that saving up and paying off debt and now some identity thief wants to set it free? Crazy talk. LifeLock helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. If you become a victim, we'll help fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but LifeLock helps you keep what's yours. 
Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Watch out for heavy delays on the Parkway East. Inbound side, Greensburg Pike to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Speeds down to the single digits in some spots. Outbound busy, Bates Street to Edgewood, Swissvale. Not as bad as the inbound side, though. Northbound 79, looks like that accident cleared at Warrendale Bain Road. Still kind of backed up from Parkway North up to that point. Outbound 28, heavy Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. And the off-ramp to the bridge shut down for construction. That's a look at traffic I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Tonight will be partly cloudy. We'll see a nighttime low of 57. It'll be warmer tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. A great day to be outside. We'll see a high of 76. Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies with a low of 61. For the 4th of July holiday on Sunday, we'll see sunshine and a few clouds. It'll be a great day to be outside. Expect a high Sunday of 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you know about Twitter, but are you ready for Getter? That's uh, G-E-T-T-R, and the plan and the hope is that it can uh, be a serious competitor with Twitter. The CEO is Jason Miller, a former advisor to Donald Trump. Jason joins us now. Thanks for being here, Jason. John, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. So let's start with the name. Why Getter, G-E-T-T-R? Let's start with that. So it's fun. It's catchy. Where it originally started, we're thinking of how we talk about building community, how we get people together, how we bring conservatives together. Uh, How do we get together? And somehow get together uh, over and over became getter. And you know what? It was catchy. It stuck. People are like, hey, that's uh, there's a little bit of mystery to it. You know, is it a a verb? Is it an adverb? Uh, Is it uh, an acronym? Uh, And so we decided, you know what? Let's go to getter. It's catchy. And really, what does Twitter mean anyway? It worked. Right. <laughs> exactly. But we're, we're excited, you know, for too long, I think conservatives have been told, you know, if you want to have your own platform on something, uh, it has to be an inferior product or, uh, you know what, we can just deplatform or censor you uh, for your political beliefs from uh, from anything if, if uh, we're the liberals who are making decisions. So we said, you know what, what we set out to do, we want to have a marketplace of ideas. We want to have people who uh, feel that they can embrace their freedom of speech independent thought, but we're going to do it with really good superior technology, and that's what we've set out to do here. Well, the official uh, launch is July 4th. I'm guessing it's not a coincidence that you're starting on Independence Day. Uh, not not a coincidence at all. In fact, we're declaring our independence from some of the social media uh, monopolies, some of the big tech oligarchs that are out there. This is the time when we think that finally we're going to have this this open uh, market where people can talk about their political beliefs and not be censored or uh, or shut down. And so that's why we're we're declaring our independence on July fourth. And so, how does someone go about starting something like this from scratch? That's um, a pre- seems like well, a pretty uh, big undertaking. A pretty darn big uh, undertaking. So we have a number of investors uh, who are on board, and they've been working on this for somewhere in the the range between six months and in a year. Uh, so they've been working on going back to even uh, back to 2020, and they recruited me to come and join them, knowing that I definitely believe in, in free speech and this open form of ideas. And someone who worked for President Trump on this last campaign, where not only do we see President Trump get deplatformed, but then also we saw the media and these big tech folks come on and say, here's what you can uh, talk about. Uh, here's what you can't talk about. When they talk about the Hunter Biden story, for example, uh, to me, that was a, a really where kind of a, a switch was flipped and you know, we've got to do something about this. We can't have uh, media and tech folks telling us what we can and can't uh, discuss uh, when it's, it's pertinent information, man, and all was true. So how do you avoid being deplatformed the way Parler was? I'm, I'm, uh, my tech savvy is lacking, I would say. Uh, what is it that they did to get rid of Parler the way they did, and how can you avoid that happening to Getter? Well, so what we're doing here is we have really a two-pronged moderation policy, both on the AI, the artificial intelligence front, as well as on the human side. And so we've contracted with a couple of different firms who've helped us build out uh, kind of a a two-pronged, two-level deal here. And we're, again, our philosophy is that nobody's ever going to be deplatformed or censored 
for their political beliefs. Uh, now, there are, uh, for us to be able to have a platform like this, there are some certain basic uh, rules that we need to follow when we talk about certain decency. This is not a platform uh, where it's acceptable, where people can come on and say, make you know, racial or uh, ethnic uh, or religious type slurs. That's not something that, that's permitted. And you can't go and uh, suggest uh, acts of illegality or, or go and threaten or intimidate people. Uh, but there's a, those, those are all, for the most part, those are all pretty red line uh, type issues. I mean, people know what free speech is and they know what, uh, what threatening speech is. And what we want is this open forum for political ideas. But if you want to talk about what the candidates you want to support, if you want to talk about here's what your beliefs are, nobody's going to come and tell you, hey, this doesn't play so well on the, uh, the Upper East Side. So uh, let's just not talk about this anymore. That, that's in our philosophy. We want, we want people to know that we embrace the freedom of speech. Yeah, but uh, what if the people who were in charge, like, with, with, if I remember correctly, Parler, uh, the, the, their app was just made unavailable. People couldn't get the app. Uh, how do you prevent that from happening to you? Because uh, if you're depending on them to agree with you with what's offensive and what isn't. Well, with, with specific regard to Parler, my understanding is what happened is it went to the um, uh, I'll, again, I'll let them describe it. My understanding is that there there was not a robust uh, moderation plan that was in place. And so, again, I can't talk to the nuances specifically with Parler, but this is something that I've spent a lot of time on in developing our plan. Uh, I believe that from the, the systems that we have set up, uh, and, you know, quite frankly, uh, some of the initial things just even as we're in our beta testing phase, this thing officially gets kicked off. Um, on, on Sunday, 10 a.m. on 4th of July, uh, we didn't download the, the, the getter app, but you know, we've, uh, most of the activity, the uh, questionable activity that we've seen so far from people coming on the site intentionally trying to cause problems, uh, because I'm not sure if they're left of center or, uh, what their, what their deal is. Uh, but we believe that we have a good policy that both will embrace free speech, and then also make sure that if people are coming on and uh, acting in an inappropriate way. Uh, so I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, this is not the type of site where you can come on and, and talk about uh, or show pictures, for example, of a beheading. Uh, so Kathy Griffin might not want to come on the site. Uh, you know, this is uh, not a site where we want people to come on and use uh, really derogatory um, ethnic slurs. And so Hunter Biden might not, not want to come on the site. But if you want to come on and talk about what you think happened in the last election, we have to make sure that doesn't happen again. Uh, if you want to talk about the truth about what's going on with uh, with COVID and how Dr. Fauci has goofed things up. Uh, you want to talk about, here's what I believe it means to be an American, what the future of the country is. And this is an open forum of ideas. Come on, and we'd love to have you join. But whose mercy are you at, uh, Jason? Um, for um, And if somebody, again, this is what's confusing to me, and I'm believe me, I'm rooting for you guys. Um, what's what's uh, confusing to me is that there's still someone out there who can decide that, uh, Getter is getting a little bit too much power and too much attention, and they can in, they can just decide that uh, well X Y and Z we find that offensive you're out we're, we're you're canceled. Are there still people out there who can well, do that you know, to you? Well, and, and there uh, you know the, that is the thing with as conservatives. Um, we know that the left is always going to try to to look for excuses uh, mm-hmm. to try to deplatform us, uh, and so no system is ever a hundred percent safe, especially when the um, the left of center folks control so much of big tech and big media. We do believe that with our system of redundancies, uh, that we should be in good shape. But look, I mean, take a look at the you know the, the Apple phone, uh, for example, is on Apple uh, operating system, and so they it's a closed system. They can decide what apps are on uh, and are not on their platform uh, as you look at a uh, say an Android that's an open system so even if uh, so you can basically decide what apps you want on there um, and so it's a, a little bit of a different setup but no this is a this is a problem this is where until we get uh, we get more people conservatives who are actually making things including phones who are actually setting up a lot of these companies uh, then there's always going to be that chance out there uh, because that's uh, ultimately a lot of these folks do not want to see conservative viewpoints expressed. Uh, who is Guo Wengui? And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that uh, per- correctly. G U O W E N G U I. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, Miles Guo is uh, in the U.S. Uh, he's in our political asylum uh, here in the U.S. He's someone who uh, has spent decades of fighting against the CCP, uh, very much respects democracy, and uh, came to the U.S. seeking political asylum uh, because he believes in these values of free speech and democracy. Uh, so he has he's decided to, to pick a fight with the, uh, the the biggest bad boy on the block, so to speak, in the uh, the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, now his he's a big supporter of our platform. Uh, he's someone whose family foundation, uh, he hasn't directly contributed any money to the platform and starting it up, uh, nor does he own any ownership stake of any of His family's foundation has contributed some of the startup money that we're using to get on, get going. Uh, so we're very appreciative for that. But we do have a coalition of international investors uh, that are all on board, and we hope to make this a global platform. And he's a, a Chinese, uh, he's, he's, he's been banished from China. Well, so he so he came to the U.S. seeking asylum. I'm yeah. sure that the, the CCP, <laughs> uh, for all his uh, his efforts to shine a light on how terrible the CCP uh, is to the the hardworking men and women of China, uh, they want to keep uh, the people of China uh, in oppression. Um, I'm sure the the CCP would love to get their hands on him, probably to not do some very nice things. Uh, but he's someone who's uh, very much a, a freedom loving individual uh, who wants to spread democracy and uh, take down the uh, these these oppressive governments around the world. And he's a billionaire, correct? Uh, so he has so uh, has definitely made uh, a lot of money uh, over the years. Um, obviously, someone who. Uh, uh, like I said, his his family's foundation is is supporting here. Um, I'll, I'll I'll let him uh, define what uh, his personal wealth is. I uh, usually have, like having having worked for President Trump. Usually, I, I realize that uh, I let someone describe what their own personal wealth is. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't try to don't don't try to do that for him. Uh, but look, uh, we're glad that uh, that we have the the, the support from like minded individuals, um, and hopefully, we get a whole lot more. So he's got lots of money. But is is Donald Trump going to join, and can you succeed if he doesn't? Uh, great question. So obviously, I worked for President Trump over both of his campaigns, was his senior advisor. Uh, his spokesman uh, was with him even in the, the post-presidency phase. Uh, we're hoping that President Trump does at some point come and join us. Uh, we have real Donald Trump being held. Uh, it's, in a, uh, it's in a safe at the, the end of my office. It's just right there. It's real Donald Trump. It's ready for him uh, if he wants to join the platform. I do know that the president has a number of different offers, uh, different folks who want to get him on board to come join their respective platforms. Uh, so I've spoken with the president recently. He knows we want to get him on board. But again, I'll let him make uh, that decision about any timing or if he's going to be able to join. But we do think that with the superior technology, the you know the fact that we have 777 character posts that you can put up, three-minute videos, the fact that you can import all of your tweets from Twitter over to Getter, so your intellectual property, your, all your hard work comes with you. These are some really cool value propositions for someone who's saying, should I join another social media platform? And their thing too, this is a place where you can come and talk about your political beliefs and you're not going to get censored or, or deplatformed uh, simply for being a conservative. Uh, we're talking to Jason Miller. He's the CEO of Getter. That's G-E-T-T-R. Uh, and it's a, uh, it's a social media platform that's uh, going to officially launch on July the 4th, Sunday. Uh, and the app is out there. I downloaded the app, and I, uh, I have an account already, Jason. So I, people can get it now, right? They can get the app. Yep, you can go, you can go get it right now. Um, and again, it's the, technically it's the beta version. So there are a couple last uh, uh, last few things as we've been going through, and folks have been downloading. We're making a couple of little tweaks, but we're going to be ready to go with our formal official launch on Sunday. Like I said, it's Independence Day, independence from big tech and the social media monopoly. So uh, here, here's what I would say. Download Getter, give it a chance, see what it's like to interact with some other conservatives in this nice, clean, very high-tech, superior technology platform. Give it a chance. I think you're going to be impressed. One other thing, uh, get back to, to President Trump, um, if whether or not he would join. Uh, let's say that uh, he, would just, he would announce on uh, Sunday morning that uh, he's, he's going to join Getter. What happens? Does everybody, does his, uh, do his millions and millions of followers on Twitter show up, you know, within 15 minutes and all of a sudden you guys are uh, a major force? 
Uh, I think that we're going to be a major force uh, anyways right out of the gate okay. just yesterday with our uh, it was it was technically our uh, we're kind of dipping our toe in the water but it kind of became a uh, more of a soft launch uh, we actually were number four on the Apple store for social media apps uh, and we were number 23 for all apps overall yesterday so we had somewhere in the neighborhood of I think a little over 300,000 people who signed up yesterday and I think we're over half a million now so pretty significant activity but obviously if President Trump were to join some of the market research that I've seen shows that upwards of upwards of 60% of the people who voted for President Trump would follow him to a new platform. So, uh, yeah, we could have tens of millions of people uh, joining all at once if he were to join. And the good news is we have a lot of redundancy, a lot of backups. We'd be able to handle it. Uh, there wouldn't be any servers that would be crashing. So we hope that we get, uh, get President Trump on board. Uh, but, again, I'll leave it to him to make his decision on the timing. And, again, I, I, I apologize because I don't know how this – I'm not very smart about this kind of stuff and how it works. But – um, and again, I, I, I'm hoping that it works for you guys. But if Donald Trump were to join Monday morning, um, what's to prevent the, whoever uh, decided that they don't like him on Twitter deciding that, uh, well, yeah, you guys got a nice little uh, platform you got started there. But unfortunately, it ain't going to work because we don't want Donald Trump having that kind of a, uh, a platform. Well, I mean, look, we've we've seen uh, the the witch hunt takes on various forms, whether it's uh, here in New York or I'm in the Big Apple at the moment. We've seen the, the New York DA's office spend years and tens of millions of dollars in this witch hunt going after President Trump. And they promised that they would deliver uh, President Trump up for the, the, the liberals and those in the media. And then they end up uh, going after a. 73 year old CFO for uh, not reporting some, I don't know, some free parking or uh, whatever the, the, the exact uh, allegations were. So there are always going to be people who are trying to knock President Trump down a rung, uh, but we believe. Uh, that with some of the redundancies we have set up and also with our uh, what we think is a very smart moderation policy coming right out of the gate. Uh, we believe that uh, that we'd be well prepared for any environment. But, hey, we'd love to get President Trump on board. So let's see what we can do. I got about a minute left here with Jason Miller, CEO of the new platform Getter, G-E-T-T-R. You can get the app. Uh, just download it right now. It's available. Uh, I got about a minute here, Jason. How long will it take you to determine if this is a success? How long are you going to be able to stick with it? Well, I think that we have really good funding. That's the that's the key. Is that not only do we have the great technology and some that's really a head turner, uh, we have really good funding come out of the gate. We have a five year business plan that we've put together. Uh, some really big goals. We want to get into e commerce space. Some great additions, including live streaming and some other things that are going to be coming to the app. Online tipping. So for people who are content creators, uh, being able to to tip them, uh, being able to contribute directly to candidates. That's something that'll be coming up in this next quarter as well and a couple other surprises coming up in q4 but uh, we feel very good we've got a good five-year plan and we're going to try to make this like i said not just a success in the u.s but we want to do it all around the world hey well good luck with it i really appreciate you being on the show hope we can talk again after you get this thing up and running and we see how where it's headed absolutely have a great fourth of july everybody and don't forget go download getter on sunday g-e-t-t-r thank you jason we'll be right back It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 831-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty. Warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zippy and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D I N O V I T E.com. 
fact, I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I would seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19-related disruptions have caused abnormal behaviour in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-In Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair income. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM twelve fifty and FM ninety two point five. The answer. Well, how much time I got, Mike? About two. Uh, we we have. Uh, I got. I got to get this in before the weekends. It, it's just. I'm going to try to do something with this next week. But uh, the Time Magazine. Uh, it's now called Time.com. I don't think. It, I don't even know if you can buy the magazine anymore. But anyway. The headline is, AC, meaning air conditioning, feels great, but it's terrible for the planet. So they're coming for your air conditioning. And this is a long story. I don't have time to go into it now. I'm just going to read you a couple of quick excerpts here. Comfort cooling began not as a survival strategy, but as a business venture. It still carries all those symbolic meanings, though its currency now works globally, cleaving the world into civilized cooling and barbaric heat. Despite what we assume as means of weathering a heat wave, individual air conditioning is terribly ineffective. It works only for those who can afford it. But even then, their use in urban areas only makes the surrounding microclimate hotter, sometimes by a factor of 10 degrees Fahrenheit, actively threatening the lives of those who don't have access to cooling. And then, this is the line I had to get at. This, this is, you knew this was coming. The troubled history. Uh, did you know air conditioning had a troubled history? I didn't, but I guess it has. The troubled history of air conditioning suggests not that we chuck it entirely, but that we focus on public cooling, on public comfort, rather than, are you ready, individual cooling or individual comfort. So it's a problem. If it's 90 degrees next Wednesday and you're sitting in your house in your air-conditioned home, you're supposed to feel guilty about it. It's unbelievable. What aren't they coming for? And just keep in mind that if not for air conditioning, right now today, Tampa, Florida, would be Youngstown, Ohio. Because if they get rid of air conditioning, they're going to be moving out of Florida, Texas, Louisiana, and Arizona. You can bet on that. Thanks for listening. Talk to you Monday. Tuesday. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.